Hello there, this is Sam from Haynet and I'm your host today on podcast number eight with a series of podcasts that I have been working with Rhea Freeman from Rhea Freeman Marketing and PR where we discuss all about uh, marketing and blogging within the rural and equestrian business industry. Many thanks to uh, Rhea for the last podcast, which was podcast number seven, where she discussed marketing trends in 2018 in relation to equestrian and rural businesses. If this is something um, that would be of interest to you and you want to know where to be taking your business from a marketing angle this year, head over to the podcast page on HeyNet, which is at www.hey-net.co.uk forward slash podcast and have a listen to number seven and Rhea gives some really brilliant tips and advice of what you should be looking at uh, and how to promote your brand or business this year, especially through social media. So thank you, Rhea, for that. I spoke to her recently and I said, what do you want me to discuss uh, on the next podcast? And she put this question to me is, what do I feel makes a blogger an influencer and why does it matter? Naturally, another great question. It's something that I haven't probably thought about in great depth. So it did actually make me look at the topic of what is an influencer, especially within the blogging industry. Um, and again, does it matter? And that's um, something that I'm going to talk about today with you. So I think the first thing to um, discuss and my thoughts are is actually what is an influencer? And I think straight away, there's two ways of looking at it. If you're, a, if you're a blogger and an influencer, a blogger will actually write for their own means within their own website, writing about their points of views or about their horse or about their farming life. And a lot of them will write for themselves. And if you do, I think that's brilliant. And it's it's a great way in just, you know, writing every day about what you do. And it's something really good to look back on. Some people are very happy with that. And some people actually want to expand their blog blogging and grow with it and make it potentially into, you know, it could be a part-time um, income for you or even a full-time income if you start getting very, very good at it. So... An influencer would be then heading in that direction. And if you uh, look at what an influencer means, especially within um, you know, the blogging industry, it is somebody that has a really, really good following and they've got really good stats. So, for example, they may have an Instagram account of 10,000 plus and they are very active on social media. Their Facebook and Twitter are well used, well followed. People engage with them. People like to talk with them. And that is probably where an influencer um, is probably what is deemed to be over what just a normal blogger. But I think there's more to that. I don't just think it's just a number of followers. I think an influencer is a variety of things that makes them um, stand out to potential companies that want to work with them and to get their brand um, promoted through an influencer through social media. And I think the big part of it is obviously if you've got a following, if you've got a big following, you are statistically going to be getting your message or your brand out to a big wider audience. If you use an influencer that's got, you know, 10 plus thousand um, followers and more. But I think also there's more to it that you have to have um, the influencer, I think, has to have, uh, you know, a sort of shining personality and, and really good with engaging with their followers and their audience. Um, so, for example, if we, if you've, it's all very well having a, having a good following, but I think if you don't speak or engage with your with your followers, and 
that can be quite, you know, it just gives it a very sort of, um, I'm not saying boring, but it's, it just, you don't really go any further, you don't know the personality behind that. But if you start engaging with them, talking with them, one, it will increase your following, but also people will look out to sort of see what you've got to say and they, and, and they will, uh, you know, grow with you really. Um, and it also, it goes to show that some people actually are really good writers and, and, and really want to get their point across out there. Um, so say for example if you've written a post about you know how to save money in horse ownership we all want to know how to save money in horse ownership but if you don't really push that out there socially if you don't really engage with your audience potentially if you don't use any images or something for that you may have written a really great piece of content but it's got lost in you know with, with you've just sort of stopped it there and you haven't taken it further whereas a good blogger or an influencer would push that out there. Um, they would actually talk with their audience about it. They would ask, oh, you know, can you give us your money saving tips? What do you do to save money? You know, when looking after horses. So it's 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 that is what I would deem that a blogger potentially turns into an influencer, and that would make them more appealing to other um, businesses and brands to work with them. So if you are an influencer. And or you're a brand that's looking to work with an influencer, what do you expect to get back from that person, um, you know, on, on social media and in the marketing aspect? I think the first thing that the a good influencer would do would talk about your brand. And that is, it could be in the form of content, in written content. It could be just with an image and writing, or it could be in video. And video is a brilliant way um, in getting um, a point across about particularly about a product or a brand that you're trying to help um, with. So you could, on video, you could be talking about, for example, a new set of grooming brushes or you could a new product that's really great in grooming. If you've got that product there, you're showing it visually to the, um, to the audience, you're showing how it works on the horse. If you start talking about that particular product and talking about that brand, that will equal sales for the company that have invested in you. Um, so that is one aspect, I think, of, of, of what a, a good influencer would be. I think also, again, what I sort of touched on just a minute ago is that they would create content. And I think actually um, there are actually influencers out there that don't actually blog. And I, I have noticed that, um, especially particularly within Instagram, where you have um, some that are really good with imagery and photography. And they have just got the knack of every day of, of grasping a really good picture that can attract hundreds and hundreds of likes and they may not actually be writing any content whatsoever so I would deem them to be an influencer as well probably over a blogger if that makes any sense um, but again you can also be you know if you are being categorized as an influencer writing good content good clear precise quality con content about the product or you know with, with the brand that you're working with is another way of obviously getting an audience out there to sit up and listen to you um, and that that's another you know what I would class to be you know a, a good blogger that is influencing the audience I think also is an, if you are a good influencer I think you need to have the audience the audience trust in your voice um, and you know behind building the brand awareness so it's actually getting out there and then trusting you and being familiar with you and again, that doesn't happen overnight. It takes a long time, I think, to build up trust with with a you know a virtual audience that they know you. If you've spoken with 
with them over social media, you're more likely to build up a sort of like a kinship with them and follow what they have to say. So that's another good point, I think, if you are deemed to be a, you know, a good influencer, that you have got, you are trusted out there um, and people you know, naturally will listen to what you have to say. And if that is, that's a, that's a really vital thing, um, I think actually in being an influencer, that you are trustworthy and professional out there. And if you have that, um, you know, definitely the forefront of, of, of how you work, you will have brands queuing up to, to do, you know, to deal with you as far as I'm concerned, if you are considered to be, um, you know, that good. I think also, um, you do have to be very good at communicating and getting your point across. Um, for example, you know, if you've got a, a really good product there that you want to get out there, it's got to be done in a variety of ways and you've got to be good at communicating that out there for the brand to actually be of interest in working with you, knowing that they can rely and trust in you to get their brand out there um, and communicate it well to the audience. And again, that could be through imagery again with Instagram, which I think is brilliant at, at showing off um, products and again it could be down to video um, I think those two actually have slightly overtaken probably blog writing with that because people it's instant if you see a good picture of a of a product on Instagram and it grabs your attention that's going to probably win more over probably a long blog post because I think people are getting a little bit lazy they don't want to read you know long laborious text about it so if you're good at communicating and showing uh the product um, to the to the you know client and the audience, I would deem that all those factors would probably make you um, a good influencer. So obviously, rear than ask, does it matter? Um, it does matter, I think, if you want to uh, take your blog into you know a professional and a next level. Um, I think it's a, as I said before, it, being an influencer is a variety of things. I think actually. Going back to the stats, if you haven't got thousands and thousands of followers, but people are listening to you and and starting to read what you're you know what you're writing out there or the images that you're showing, that will grow. And I think you have then got the good footfall to be to be an influencer. And again, does it matter? I think it depends on the blogger whether you want to be going down that road or not. As I said at the beginning of this podcast, if you're happy just blogging about what you do or about the competitions you go to or the problems you've got with your horse and you're really happy with that, then that is absolutely is brilliant. But I think if you want to make waves and grow within this industry and potentially use this as, again, as I spoke earlier, a part-time job or actually ultimately working uh, within this industry full time, you then have to sort of potentially think, well, actually, I need to step up my game and potentially be what's classed as an influencer. Because I think brands, um, the majority of brands will look at the blogger and look at those factors that I've talked about that are they, have they got a good following? Uh, do they come across, do they communicate well and engage with the audience well? And are they trustworthy and have they got a, a trustworthy image? And if you have those factors, then I think then that would deem that you are actually potentially an influencer uh, or becoming an influencer within this industry. Um, and it does matter in, in respect, I think, for companies to use just a different form of marketing. There are so many different ways of getting your name out there. And that can be um, one of the things that you could use is a blogger or an influencer that's got a really good social media following. And that's one way of using um, 
an, an avenue to get your brand out there. It's not something I would use all the time. There are definitely obviously different marketing tools which you can use to get your brand out there. But I think if you haven't, if you're a business and you haven't used a blogger um, before, then why not step into that in 2018? Why don't you sort of, you know, perhaps a couple of months say, well, actually, let's give some um, product to, to a blogger and see what they can do with it and how they can get our name out there. And if they're good and, and they're good at what they do, I think you'll be amazed at the results. So perhaps uh, take a look at that for this year with your marketing. I hope that sort of explained it. It was quite a, um, yeah, trying to get my point across without being too, giving you too much detail in, in, what, in what I mean by actually, uh, you know, answering in Ria's question. But anyway, I hope that's answered it. Um, and obviously, if you've got any questions or anything you want to ask me about uh, regards to this topic or anything to do with equestrian blogging, obviously, please um, give me a shout. And you can find me socially um, on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram under the name of at HeyNetBlog. Um, now, Rhea's um, spoken recently. She's done a blog post, I think, in the last week with regards to beta um, and majority of you in question business will know what beta is all about and uh, that is coming up I think it is yeah well it'll be two weeks time with yeah two weeks a day you'll be in the uh, at beta in Birmingham so there may be some of you thinking what is she talking about what is Sam talking about with beta so I think that's what I'm going to put to Rhea so we can try and get this out before beta um, comes along which I think is on the 21st of January so Rhea what is beta all about and why should equestrian businesses visit? So that's going to be Ria's hopefully her next podcast. And we'll get that out before the 21st of January when beta starts. And if it's something that you are thinking about going along to, I'm sure Ria will give you all the pointers. She's an absolute pro at beta. She's been going for many years. I've been for a couple of, um, about two or three years I've been going. Sadly, I'm not going this year um, due to uh, I've got a sort of family commitment with a 50th birthday, so I can't make it this year and I can't make the Monday and Tuesday. But I know it gets written about and I should be following all beta news and seeing what the trends are for this year. Thank you so much for listening and um, I look forward to listening to Ria's next podcast, which will be podcast number nine. And again, any any questions you have, please let me know.